As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Schmidt List, the podcast for people dedicated to managing successful projects developing impactful products, and building engaged teams. And now, here's your host, Kurt Schmidt. Kat, how are you today? It is so good to see you. Hello, it's good to see you too. <laughs> about the work you do, you've been you've been uh, doing a lot of, you've been doing, not only doing live streams and things like this, but you've been consulting people for years on how to find their best selves when it comes to work and the work ba life balance sort of area. How did you get started in all of that? Did you my trip God, and fall it into it? Absolutely. I fell into it backwards with my eyes closed. <laughs> I got a bachelor's degree in sociology because I wanted to change the world and I was fascinated with people. And then I realized I had to go back to school if I wanted to be a professor. And so I decided not to do that. Yeah. Around the world, chased jobs and paychecks, uh, bartender in Alaska, camp counselor in California, <laughs> flight attendant. I was trying to see the world. I was a flight attendant. Oh, that's a good, and that's Kurt, a good role. I wasn't seeing the world. I was flying around the Midwest of America and I couldn't afford to pay my college loans. Mm. So uh, <laughs> my dad was getting worried and I decided to start doing temp work on my days off. And my very first temp job was at a global IT consulting firm. Ooh. I was a secretary, actually a front desk receptionist for one week. Okay. I had no idea what was happening, but by Friday, I had a job offer to become a recruiter. Wow. And that's how it all started. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, so many people that work in this industry, I always ask them on the show, nobody ever grew up saying, boy, I can't wait to work in the tech industry and recruit people or do these other things. So I'm guessing being a recruiter really taught you a lot about working with these folks that are looking for work, trying to get a job. I'm guessing you it was like a big education really fast as you saw all the way that different people went about this. Oh my gosh, it is unbelievable. And if I had a clue what I was getting into, I would have been terrified and said no. I once heard a recruiter say that a recruiting job is 24-7 professional development oh, yeah. because you have people's future in your hands. And while you are trying to be responsible 
and help them make the best career decisions, you are also battling all your own demons on a daily basis because sure. it's actually a sales job. And yep. I anyway, I almost got fired my first year. It was, yeah, it, I was a piece of work. Let me just tell you. So you do a lot of coaching with folks now. What is, what's a common thing you're seeing? Maybe it's pan, due to the pandemic or maybe it's just the times that we're living in. What are some common things that you feel like you're repeatedly having to coach people on when it comes to their career, maybe just in the last year? What are you seeing? Yes, it's been a common theme for the last 23 years, and it is all in uh, high definition right now. <laughs> Two things. First of all, people are keenly aware that family first, that mm -hmm. they're keenly aware of why they work and that they want work to fuel their life, not the other way around. So right. it was just a really rude awakening that oh, there were a lot of people who were high achievers working full tilt and they'd been ignoring the home front mm. or just not paying enough attention to it. Sure. So number one priority for people is family first. They want to build a career that feeds the kind of life they want. So yep. that is both exciting and terrifying for, for people sure. because once, once they acknowledge that and say it out loud, then they have to start doing things at work yeah, and setting some boundaries and making some choices and saying no. And that's, that is hard and it's new for a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. It, would you say, and I've seen this, maybe you've seen it too, but I, in just in the last year since the pandemic, I've seen so many people leaving corporate jobs and starting their own, their own consultancies, their own businesses. Would you say you've seen that happening a lot as well? Do you? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I've been in consulting for 23 years and it's so funny. People are like, it's new. No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's not new. <clears throat> yeah. But what is new and exciting is it is so much easier now to become a highly paid consultant. I've got a course around it. I coach people around it. It is so much easier today than it was two decades ago. Yes, people right now are choosing to do that mm -hmm. in greater numbers because of the pandemic and also because it's just so much easier. The technology yeah. is there. You no longer need to give away 50% of your revenue to a staffing firm. You can actually find your own client. There are platforms, there are LinkedIn. There's yep. so many ways for you to find, connect, nurture, and win your own business. That's exciting. There's so many tools that are affordable for solopreneurs. So it's yeah. just a really exciting time to go out on your own. And it gives you that flexibility and freedom that people are so hungry for right now. Yeah. And I think the scary thing for people that I've seen is that balance of being the doer and the salesperson all at the same time. I think even when I was younger, I had my own website business for a while and being able to focus on sales and building websites 15, 20 years ago was really hard. I didn't want to be both. I felt like I could be good at if I was just focused on one thing versus the two things at, at once. And so that kind of made me feel like maybe I should just go get a job. And then but what I see happening more these days is some of these people that are leaving these larger companies are actually taking on those companies as their first clients, which I think is just amazing where they're like leaving. And then the next thing they know, they're turning around and their boss is hiring them at an, a higher hourly rate. Um, and I'm actually thrilled that you brought that up yeah. because I talk to people when, when they want to start their own business. I say there are three ways you can go. You can start small, which is side gigs, side projects while you keep the security of a full-time job. Start small. You can start easy, 
by hooking your first gig through either a staffing or a consulting firm, which can be a beautiful way to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might get laid off, furloughed, whatever it is, and go back to your former employer and say, hey, you miss me? I knew you would. No, I don't want to come back full time, but I'd love to come back and do some projects. That actually is the way I first got started with my own business. I did not intend it, but my former employer said, oops, we let you go too soon. So that's what I call starting easy and then going big is where you literally hang your own shingle, you declare to the world, I'm starting my own business, here's what I'm calling it. But that middle place, absolutely, you can pick up. So number one, it's a great way, lower your risk, known commodity way to get into it. It's also a wonderful way for you to build up your confidence and give yourself a little bit of time Mm. to build your reputation, your website, your portfolio, your sales engine, because that is one of the biggest reasons for failure and quit that yeah. balance between sales and delivery. Yeah, well, I see so many people that are like, well, I've got to get my website up first, or I've got to, I've got to do this first or that first, or what if my job finds out I'm doing side projects or things like that? There's so many things that these stories that people are telling themselves to scare them out of it. What sort of advice do you give these people, Kat, when maybe they're just making up excuses not to do it? I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Absolutely. We can all find 50 excuses not to get out of bed this morning. And starting, let's be honest, starting your own business, it is a risk and it is scary. What else is scary is sitting in a chair at the mercy of some corporation who won't tell you what's going on and when the next layoffs are coming. What do I do to help people? First of all, I help them reframe how they think about it and say, listen, I know you think full-time salary is more secure, but let's just take a look at the new world of work. The average person's globally changing jobs every four and a half years. The 30-year career is gone. So that perception of security is really out the window. So once I get them to acknowledge that, it allows them to open up a little bit to say, oh my gosh, you're right. And I said, now let's talk about what you can do to give yourself a little more security. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe it's starting your own business. Maybe it's just being open to whatever comes next. That's another thing is educating, giving them permission and belief that, you know what, you can try it on for size. You can go out on your own for the next two years, decide you hate it and go back to full time. No harm, no foul. You don't have to make a decision about the rest of your life. This is just what's next. And then the third thing I help them do is zero in on what do you love to do? Who do you want to help? What's the value? So really zeroing in on if I could handpick my perfect client, it would be Kurt Schmidt. Here's what I'd be doing for him. Here's why he'd buy from me. Here's the value. Really get focused in on that target. Mm. that is that sweet spot between your passion and your skills and experience, then the rest of it becomes easier. But the four, then once I get them doing all that stuff, then we do the most important thing, face the fear. So I, and by now I've gotten them excited and yep. they're getting a little more open to it. And then we do the scary stuff, which is what are you really afraid of? I know, okay, you're afraid you won't be able to find clients. What's the real fear that I won't be able to feed mm-hmm. my family? Okay, is that fear legitimate? Yes, I'm up to my hawks in debt. I have no cash reserves. Okay, that's a legitimate That's a legitimate fear. Let's yeah. talk about what you can do to pay off debt, get some cash reserves. So okay. I, I help them go in deep on what are you really afraid of? Failure, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And what's the worst that can happen? 
if you don't make it or don't like it on your own, what's the worst that can happen? And then my favorite question, if disaster strikes, it's a miserable failure, what will you do? And that is the moment where most people say, oh, I'd go get another job. Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. realize that if their biggest fear happens, yeah. they actually are going to have some choices and they're going to be okay. Yeah. And to that perspective, that's what I've also seen people that maybe try that. And, and it's surprisingly really valuable for their careers because it gets them out. They're networking more. They're meeting other people in the industry. So it's not even about just creating this whole nother lifestyle and job and things, but it can really fuel your ability to network with people that can help lift you up even more so in your career. One of the pieces of advice I've given people is you don't need to look at it. There's some deadline like I'm going to quit my job by 2022, January 1st, 2022, and I'm going to do this full time or else hell, hell or high water or whatever. But it, it could just be I'm doing this to expand my skills and my network, too. And yeah, hopefully there's another piece of income. That would be great. Absolutely. And then the other piece that I love helping people figure out is to, is find that. Why yeah. are you really attracted to starting your own business or becoming a CEO? What right. where's the fire? find the fire. And that's, that's what I really do. It's what I've been doing for 23 years. <laughs> yes, I've been a recruiter and a headhunter. Yeah, yeah. I've sold consultants underneath all of it. I'm really helping people find their fire at work because when you find your fire, guess what shows up? Your best talents, your skills, your hunger to learn, your hunger to accelerate. And all of a sudden you're a rock star in that space. So figure out why, what do you want to do and why? And a lot of people don't spend enough time on really clear, getting clear on what they want and why they want it. Once they do that, the rest falls in place. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. And what I found, and I've said this on the show many times, there's two types of people in the world. There's people who have a coach and then people who don't know they need a coach. And, and what I find is that sometimes having somebody, it's so valuable to have someone like yourself, Kat, who's experienced in this and has heard this story a thousand times to come in and say, yep, heard it before, let's go through these steps. And you sometimes you just need that outside person giving you a little kick to get you over that outside. Because one of the things that was hard for me in my early days as an entrepreneur is I kept waiting for somebody to give me permission, somebody to tell me it was okay that you should go and do this. And I would go and tell people, hey, I'm thinking about starting my own business or doing that. And they're like, cool. And I'm like, do you think I should? And they're like, sure. I'm like, why isn't somebody telling me you should go do it? And I didn't realize at the time, like having that person that was specifically com I communicated with that I need their help coaching me to that position would have made a huge difference. Absolutely. Something else interesting, and I know you've seen this too, Kurt, is that zeroing in on the, the figuring out what you want and why. Yeah. On the flip side, there are people who are going thinking they should go start their business because people are telling them they should. Right. So on the one hand, you and I were waiting for permission or maybe somebody <laughs> right. tells we were good enough. Yeah, there waiting for the act of God to happen. That camp. And then there's the camp of people who don't really want to start their own business, but people keep saying, you'd be great, you should. And I've got a little person and a little bit of an embarrassing personal story along those lines. A friend of mine is a brilliant photographer, brilliant. And I kept pushing her for a couple of years. I'm like, oh my gosh, you should start your own business. And she does it only by referral part-time. And I was like, you should start your own business. And finally, after about three years of this, she sat me down and she said, I don't actually want my own business. Like I don't, I love doing it by referral when somebody asks, I don't want a business. 
Oh, why didn't you say that to me three years ago? And you were so excited for me. I didn't want to disappoint you. Oh my gosh. I'm not disappointed for you. I'm disappointed for the rest of us, but who cares? It's back to if that why you, thing. Yeah. Understand why. So if you feel drawn, ask yourself, why do yep. you think you should be doing this? And if other people think you should do it, that's yeah. not a good enough reason. Yeah. And then the reverse, too, if they don't think you should do it because it's a scary world out there and there's there's dragons out there. So you got to be careful. You've got your 401k to think about and all these different things. But as Seth Godin always says, don't wait for somebody to pick you, pick yourself. And once you do that, it, it's helpful because honestly, sometimes and where coaches have helped me the most in my career is just helping me get over myself. Like I had the ability, I had the skills, I had the experience, I had the passion. I needed someone to be like, why are you overthinking this? What are you, why are you even thinking about those things? Why are you even thinking about building a website? Like you don't even have a client. Like who can Oh my gosh. Every time I, I just hired a co, I'm writing my second book and um, it's either gonna be on fear or career crunch, that mm. moment when the ice cream falls on the floor and you realize you've got to make a change. So hired a publisher and I hired a coach, got a publisher. And I was like, I, why am I spending money on this? And I thought, wait a minute, Olympic athletes have coaches. Olympic athletes still spend, they are the best athletes on the stinking planet. Yep, And they still continue to use coaches. And it is because of that, somebody who's committed to your success, who's going to tell you the truth, hold up a mirror and push you out of your comfort zone. It, it can be a beautiful thing. Yeah, because I, I've seen where people have talked about having your personal board of directors, which I think is also helpful because you don't have to pin all your hopes and dreams on one person either. You can have people that you feel are specialized and have certain experiences in certain places you can go to about specific things I like certain people I friends of mine I would never go to for financial advice <laughs> never but when it comes to ways to engage with an audience or better ways of uh, public speaking absolutely and so for me being able to build up that group and being able to identify them and being able to have a relationship and being clear and intentional as well saying saying I am I need this from you right don't just go out and be like what do you think about this explain and back to your question about understanding what the why is you can explain it to that person this is why i'm asking you this these are the things i'm weighing i'm asking you because of this experience that i know that you have and i would love your opinion uh, i think where it happens where people are not as intentional where they i don't know maybe it's a minnesota midwest passive aggressive thing where they're like i don't know what do you think about this i don't want to tell you i'm fully committing to it because you might think i'm dumb or like i think there's again going back to getting over yourself i think is really important there's not well, much of a question and, there, Kat. i apologize do, i just go on a rant sometimes <laughs> no and we do blame the midwest uh, culture a lot but i yeah. just was on a podcast with someone in australia two days ago and she had all these same issues too i think it's a human condition yeah. right it's part of our beauty and part of our crutch is that we do care what other people think and we are are seeking it out and things like that. But yeah, don't wait. You mentioned Seth Godin earlier. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes that carries me through every day is up on my wall. Nobody ever once pops to the top. You walk there one step at a time, yep. each a failure until it's not. That is so beautiful. Nobody gets there overnight. It looks like it. they didn't. They walked there one step at a time. And the second part of that, failure 
if you want to create your dream life and your dream career in business, you you have to fail to learn and move ahead. And that's that's hard. Yeah. And again, if you go, if you look at any successful person, maybe a famous person, which is where we spend a lot of our time focused on glamorizing billionaires and things. If you look at their career backward, backwards from where they're at now back, everything seems to make sense. But at the time when they're going through it in the in real time, it's a nightmare, right? Oprah was fired at 23 years old and it because she, she wasn't Oprah yet. But at the time, I'm sure she was like, oh, my career's over, my life is over, I'm never gonna be anything, where that happens to a lot of folks. And I think it's back to, again, surrounding yourself with the right people, but also knowing that there's people like yourself out there, Kat, that I can reach out to and say, hey, I'm stuck, where should I go? What should I, where do I? Absolutely. It's important. So with that new, so you're working on this new book, or you're working on, you're working on which book it's gonna be. Do you see, what do you see happening over the next year, two years? Do you see more people focused on the the ability to to build their own, either their own career on their own? Do you see people going back to the corporate America because they're scared? What do you feel like the, the groundswell is in the people you're talking to these days? The groundswell is gonna be a mixture of both leaning toward your own thing, either a side hustle. I tell you a couple of things. First of all, remote work is here to stay. Yep. And top performers are not going to settle for the cube farm ever again. So if you're trying to keep your top talent or woo top talent, you're going to have to adjust your corporate policy and be open to flexibility because everybody's tasted it. It used to be just a few of us. Now everybody knows how awesome it is and they're going to insist. So that's there. Mm -hmm. In terms of starting your own business, always in a market like this, yes, they're going to be a lot of people that get into it, but it's partly the pandemic and where we are. It's also partly a generational thing. I know you see this because you're hiring right now at the foundry. Here's what 20 and 30 somethings know that those of us with a bunch of gray hair didn't. The 30-year careers are done. Yep. You can start your own business. There are so many young people in their 20s that already have lucrative side businesses. So that's just a part of their fabric, and it's the way they are growing up together. And so people are going to be, whether they're full-time or starting their own full-time business, they're always going to have something else bubbling on the edges, which is just terrific. Flexible remote work. And at least a side hustle, if not your own business. And to people that are scared of this, I just remind them, hey, 50 years ago, there, maybe it's now 60 or 70, there was no 401k. (laughs) There was no health insurance plan. Maybe you worked for one company your whole life, but it was paycheck to paycheck. Running your own business is how human beings fed themselves forever until recently. It sounds scary, but it really isn't. Yeah. And like you said, you don't have to just jump off into the deep end either. You can start small and build your way over time. And what I found in that in that ability to build small is that there will be signs over time, whether or not you're doing the right thing. And they won't be these huge semi-trucks that T-bone you. It'll be small little pebbles that'll bounce off and be like, eh, maybe a little different direction here, a little direction there, instead of feeling like, oh, I got to go out and get business cards. And I will tell everyone, you've mentioned the website a couple of times. It sounds like you and I had that same crutch. Like I felt I couldn't hit the streets until I had a beautiful website and beautiful marketing material in a folder with my company logo stamped on it. And I was waiting to look good enough. And my husband and business partner said, 
Nobody buys websites. Nobody <laughs> buys marketing slicks. They're right. buying you. Yep. Get out there and talk to people. Yep. And on the day that's never going to come, when somebody <laughs> says, why don't you have a website? Right. You can laugh and say, ah, I know I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Anyways, yeah. what can I do for you today? I'm glad you right. reached out. Now let's and talk about something that matters. Yeah, no, even uh, Foundry, our, our our company, we didn't have a website for the first six months being in, in business. It wasn't a focus. Being a, a good steward with our employees and our clients was our focus. And talking about ourselves was second, came later. And I think it's the same thing with people. If you are focused on creating a great experience, creating a great environment, doing good work, those things will come. And it's something my father always taught me was focus on the work and the rewards will come. If you focus on the rewards, you're never going to make it because there's there's no focus on the work. And so you've got to have that focus on doing great work, doing good work. And I'm telling you, people can call it karma. They can call it whatever they want. But doing good things, I truly believe, creates uh, opportunities for good things to come to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So Kat, if I want to know more about the work you do and you do live shows, what, twice a week now? Twice a week, I right? I do. Yep. They're Tuesdays fantastic. And I tell that everybody who's watching, go and follow Kat and listen to the, her. She's a much more earlier bird than me. I do mine in the afternoon. She's up doing them early and it's such fantastic content. So thank you, Kat, for all you do and putting that out there. I really enjoy it. And I know anybody listening to this would as well. So if I want to know more about Kat and, and the work you do and where I can find you and follow you, where should I be going? Yeah, thank you. LinkedIn is the best place to go because you can check me out, the good, the bad, the ugly. We can connect. <laughs> Company website, if you're interested in our online courses for becoming a highly paid consultant, you can go to ourbez.com. That is zebra backwards. And then lastly, <laughs> you're right, the Planet Work Show hosts some fabulous guests Kurt, we got to get that date nailed down for yes. you. I'm live on LinkedIn every Tuesday and Thursday morning. You can catch the replays. And then lastly, if you don't mind, yep. I am in market research mode. My publisher is asking me to interview people in two camps. Mm. Number one, how has fear held them back at work? What do they do to break through it? And then number two, career crunch, that work-life balance, especially for high achievers with family and elderly parents who are just feeling that real crunch right now. Yeah. So if you want to talk to me about that, again, on LinkedIn, I've got a post. You can just pop me a note. I would love to interview you for my upcoming book. That's awesome. Thank you, Kat, for taking the time. I Again, I appreciate all the work you do and the amount of, the amount of goodwill and good content you put out there. So keep up the good work. And, and thank you again for taking the time to join me today. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. And follow and spread the word about the Schmidt list, you guys. <laughs> That's right. It's a fabulous show. Thank you. Appreciate it, Kat. Thank you for listening to Schmidt List. If you like this episode, you'll love our new YouTube channel. Just head to YouTube and search for Schmidt List and subscribe. We'll be doing live interviews and career coaching weekly, so I'd love to see you there. If you're interested in how my company Foundry accelerates innovation, head to foundrymakes.com to check out all the work produced by our amazing team of strategists, designers, and engineers for companies of all sizes. And one last thing. Please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes as it helps other fantastic people like yourself find the show. Have a great week, everyone.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.